guys, it's Sunray, and welcome back to the My So-Called Thoughts podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you heard episode one and you're back for episode two, thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate it. I'm Sunray, and I'm your host. I'm a wife, mom, a musician, and I like to talk and blab about um, random things <laughs> that I feel like not only I, but I feel like a lot of people, almost everybody, is actually thinking deep down, but nobody wants to address it. We deep dive into all of that here. Uh, some serious things and some not so serious things. So as here as we dissected, I really like to talk about, you know, if there are serious things or just whatever we're dealing with, let's talk about how to heal and deal with it. I want to preface and just apologize if I sound nasally. Um, I've been dealing um, with what feels like a head cold or sinus issues or just something uh, the past couple days. Um, so my apologies, but really am passionate about this podcast. So I really want to be consistent and uploading episodes, which we have new episodes um, every Thursday. So if you haven't tuned in yet, please check it out. Um, I'm not sure where you're listening to this on, but if you're not sure or you want to refer to somebody else, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor, if you use Anchor, Spotify, and the episodes also go up on YouTube. So just want to go ahead and dive in today. Um, as you may already see the title, today's title is The Millennial Curse. So this is going to be an interesting one. And if you're a millennial, I feel like you're really, you really may enjoy this. And if you're Gen Z or Baby Boomer or just whoever, I still think you'll enjoy it because we got a lot to dive in and to, you know, dissect today. So let's go ahead and hop in. I'm a millennial. Uh, I was born in 1994, grew up in the 90s, you know, early 2000s. And, you know, on last week's uh, podcast, um, if you haven't heard it, I talked about just the tea on social media and, you know, things about social media and how they impact our lives and how it's changed. Um, But on last week's podcast, I talked about uh, growing up without social media for, you know, at least a good majority of my life until it started to be introduced heavily into my preteens and teens. But with that being said, you know, I remember growing up you know, when our world overall was strikingly different than what it was today as far as social media and just other things. You know, growing up in the 90s and early 2000s is, it's like a 180 to the kids growing up, you know, nowadays. And I think everybody knows what I mean by that. But I feel like, you know, today everything is about millennial versus Gen Z. You know, there's so many comparisons there's always people talking about it. There's always different people ranting about it on different social medias and in, you know, in real life. But, you know, considering I'm not Gen Z, you know, I just want to say I feel like I can't really speak to what it feels like to be a part of that generation. And I can only speak for what it feels like to be a millennial. So but I've been thinking about what it feels like to be a millennial because our generation just seems to be strikingly different than Gen Z and the generations before us. Like millennials are just different we're just like a different breed and it's weird you know we we grew up in a time where there was no social media for what feels like a while you know the music was different like oh my god don't even get me started on the music I you know what that is probably just going to be another podcast in itself I'm gonna have to deep dive (laughs) into um, what it was like to just experience the music in the 90s and you know 2000s and I'm sure anyone could say the same thing about the amazing music and you know the 80s or 70s or whatever but not even just the music, you know, what we did for fun was different. Like the air was different, you know, (laughs) like I I feel like it was just a different aura. Like time was just, time was different. Like it just seems like time just ran so much slower. Ah, 
not to side tangent, but I feel like I did see something, you know, that stated how science time moves faster now, but whatever. I don't know. May have to go back and research that. But, you know, with all these differences in comparison today, I, you know, I along with feels like a lot of millennials, you know, we find ourselves being extremely nostalgic about this stuff. And I have to say, I am like the nostalgia queen. Like, I just love thinking about nostalgic stuff. You know, I, I love looking back at like the early 2000s and the, you know, the 90s. I even love the 80s, too. Um, I, I really love the 80s, love the fashion, love the music, just love everything. But I'm so nostalgic about just, oh, just all of it. Just the fashion in the 90s and just the shows. Like, if you ask me if I want to watch a movie and, like, I'm in, I'm maybe in a sour mood or something and I want to feel good, I'm probably going to throw on, like, an older movie. <laughs> you know, not, like, older movie, but just, like, an early 2000s or 90s movie. Like, I'm going to watch, I'm going to want to watch, like, Bring It On, like, the first one. Or I'm going to want to watch, like, Sleepless in Seattle, like the parent trap, you know what I mean? The parent trap with Lindsay Lohan, you know what I mean? So, you know, it just makes me feel good inside. And I know I can't be the only one. Like, it's just like this tingly feeling that is just different. Like, it just hits different. And if you go on TikTok, you know, there are so many nostalgic accounts out there highlighting all this stuff that I just mentioned. And you know what? I, I got to be honest. Yes, I do follow them. Like, okay, side tangent. There's this um, this woman that I follow on there, and I really don't know how old she is. I'm going to guess that she's, like, in her 20s. I think she may have made a TikTok about having a child. I know that doesn't mean that you're in your 20s. But, uh, she, you know, she didn't look like she was, like, super young. But she literally makes TikToks about like someone in the comments will say like, Hey, you know, my mom used to dress like this in the nineties and like, she'll, she kind of dresses up as like the nineties mom aesthetic. And I feel like she has hit like every mom like possible as far as what they would wear and like their makeup and their hair. And she does it flawlessly. And I'm just like, Oh, you know, this is awesome. So there's so many other nostalgic accounts, you know, highlighting, early 2000s trends highlighting the music and yes I follow a good chunk of them because they are just so fun and another side tangent I follow this guy on there too that makes these uh 90s sitcoms like he remakes them and he and he has the the intro music and the way he films it it's hilarious I don't know what his handle is go check it out just look up like 90s sitcom I bet you'll find him and you're gonna get a good laugh out of it um but it again just watching this stuff witnessing this stuff you know it just makes me feel good inside and I you know I can't I can't even describe it to be completely honest with you it, it, it's just it's weird but you know I've also seen a lot of posts or even I've had conversations with people um, you know with how they feel like they miss how things used to be you know everything used to be so simple that's what everyone says everything used to be so easy and carefree and you know, it, it really got me thinking, like, do we feel like this because we're just all adults now? And, you know, now we have to deal with all these adulting things like, you know, having children and renting and buying and, you know, having a mortgage and, you know, just having to pay a car note and, and finishing college, you know, just all this stuff. And so why do you know, why are we feeling this way? Is it just because we're not kids anymore? We're not going on the playground and, you know, we don't have any, we didn't have any responsibilities as children. So. You know, it just makes me curious about that, you know, but with all these things I'm mentioning about a whole generation, like just being really nostalgic, you know, how is it that it kind of seems like an entire generation of people are kind of feeling in the same, you know, ballpark of feelings, 
And I don't know. Me personally, I don't think it's a coincidence. You know, I don't believe in coincidences. I feel like everything happens for a reason. But that to me is just not a coincidence. You know, once again, I'm scrolling through TikTok and I'm seeing millennials make videos about how they're depressed and stressed. Want to drop the nine to five. That one right there. Okay. I've heard that one more than ever and I've seen it everywhere and I've seen it all over the place. The desire to drop the nine to five. And I feel like that desire, and I'm, I'm sure there's other people out there that are not millennials that have that desire, but I feel like I've seen millennials more than ever have the desire to drop the nine to five. Now, I will say, I, you know, I personally don't think that like nine to five jobs are bad. I know a lot of people enjoy them. I've had one and it was actually nice to have like a set schedule and have stability to know like what your shift was all the time and for there to be no change to have those weekends off and you'd have holidays off but what is it with the nine to five like why does it seem like this generation is having more of an issue with it you know I want to dig deeper and you know I've seen that a lot of people say that they want to ditch the nine to five because they feel like they aren't working the job that that they want you know they're working the job that they have to work now one thing I will say is you know, a job is a job is a job. That's what I always say. You know, if, if you're making money and you have a job and, you know, even if it's not paying what you desire or it may not be something that you directly want to do, you're already more blessed than a lot of people in this world that wish, you know, that they did have a job. But I think what's happening is that a lot of millennials have been pushed into the job. Well, we're going to dive down. We're going to dive down that road. You know, a lot of millennials have been pushed into a job that they may not want when they could be doing something that they loved or maybe even getting paid for whatever they love or that they're passionate about. So how does this happen? Like, how does this happen? Honestly, like once again, to what feels like an entire generation. And, you know, I know that this isn't every millennial. I know that there are so many out there that are thriving and doing what they want to do, doing what they love to do. They went to college. They wanted to be a doctor. They became a doctor. They're happy about it. They're riding off to the sunset. They've got their house, their two kids, and their Mercedes outside. Kudos to you. Like, I'm genuinely happy for you. So I know that this isn't every millennial, but I feel like there is a collective of millennials that will understand what I'm saying. But I think that this directly correlates to something a lot of us were raised to think was the only way to go. I think you already know what I'm going to say. College. College, 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 college. I feel like there's so many of us millennials who were pushed to go to college. I'm just going to say it right there, then and there. You know, it's either college or you better find a job or have a plan. Uh, uh, what, wait a minute, plan? What plan? At 18? I feel like the generation before us, not a lot of them maybe had a chance to go to college. You know, I know a lot of them had, there were different types of jobs. There were a lot of factory jobs, a lot of different things. A lot of times you would go into the family business and things of that nature. You know, so when our generation came about and it seemed like college was the only way to success, because if you wanted to be a nurse, if you wanted to go down this career path, that career path, you needed a degree. That's just what it was about back then. You know, I can go ahead and point out now that that's a huge difference between Gen Z and millennials. You don't need a college degree 
to be successful anymore. Like, that's just the straight up facts, like the straight up truth. You know, a lot of us went to college or attempted to go to college, maybe didn't finish, unsure of what to major in, you know, which is normal. I will say that, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, if you're in a place right now where you're wanting to go to college, but you're just kind of unsure of what to major in. I literally, you know, I chose like three different majors before I landed on where I wanted to be. And I ended up, you know, getting a bachelor's degree in psychology. But, you know, a lot of us, even though we were unsure, we were still forced to go because it it seemed to be the only pathway to success, which, you know, yeah, going to college can provide you with a lot of success career-wise. If you're looking to be a doctor, lawyer, or, you know, architect or different things, like, yeah, you probably, yes, you need a college degree to be successful in that, you know, career path. But, you know, also, I can't be the only person that had parents that pushed college. You know, my parents are amazing. I love them so much. I love them to death, and they only want the best for me. And they want me to be successful, and that is what they believed would be the pathway to success, college. So, you know, I I do understand that. You know, I I do, and, and I don't blame my parents for that. You know, there's no bitterness or anguish there. It makes sense. That was what they viewed as you want to be successful, go to college. And I don't think there's, there's anything completely wrong with that, you know, in a sense. Um, but we'll dive, you know, we'll dive more into that in just a moment. But, you know, it's just interesting. I feel like a, a, a whole generation, you know, the one before us, they were taught that, you know, you go to college or, you know, you need to get an education. It's the only route to success. The only route to success. Whole generation before us, a lot of us, you know, a lot of them, believe that you know so in turn our parents wanted us to attend college so that we could achieve success but I think that we've all learned in today's society you don't need that degree anymore you don't need that degree to be successful I was watching this video and I don't remember what it was called I don't even remember I just landed on it It was probably my YouTube recommended page and somebody was going up to these different people um, and asking them if they needed a college degree to be successful, but I think that what they did was they asked first, like, what do you do for a living? Or like, wh- you know, how much money do you make a year? And you'd have people that are like, yeah, I make six figures. I make, you know, 200000 a year. I do this, I do that. And um, they're like, well, do, do you have a degree? Um, do you think you need a degree to be successful? And they're like, no, no, no. Now, I don't know what those people did for a living, so that goes into it as well. But again, a, just another interesting factor you know, regarding all of this. It's interesting because it's like, if what you wanted to do or what you're passionate about, you know, didn't seem like it could generate a solid or stable income, it was go to college and get a real job. And I know a lot of people who are creative and artistic can relate to this. If you wanted to be a musician, you may have been told it's a one in a million chance. You want to be an actor? Actors don't make money. You'll never be a Brad Pitt. You'll you'll never be the Bradley Cooper or, you know, the Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston, whoever, Jennifer Lawrence. Go to school. Become a doctor. You want to be an artist? That's not stable. Go to school and get your 9-to-5 set. And I feel like this, you know, 
millennial generation who grew up in the 80s and 90s where art, creativity, entertainment was extremely unique and transformative, it only birthed a generation that longed to become that. And because we all had to go to college and get a real job, we suppressed our creativity and don't go after it because we don't have the money for it or we don't have the time to actually invest in the things that we want to do. And I know that there, you know, there are also a lot of people out there that wanted to go to college and were excited about going and were excited about the career path that they had outlined for themselves once they completed their degree. And I mentioned this earlier, I'm happy for those people. Kudos to you. You are amazing. But within this group, there's a group of people that graduated, were ready to take on the world by storm in their new career, but now have a tough time getting a job because all these companies don't want to hire entry-level workers. Let's talk about that. You know, or you've got jobs that will literally pay you $15 an hour, even though you have a bachelor's degree. You got, you got jobs out here saying, yeah, we'll give you um, $14 an hour, but you also you got to have a master's. What? Make it make sense. It makes absolutely no sense. You know, so it's like getting that gr- that dream job after college has now become harder for millennials because of all of this. Or, you know, some can't even get the call back even though they, they've got all the qualifications necessary, you know, to be amazing at the job. They've got everything laid out and they can't even get a call back. Along with college, we've got student loans. So many millennials are drowning in student loan debt. You know, and, and because of a lot of many millennials were forced to go to college, a lot of them are swimming in debt that they never wanted. I have student loans. I'm still paying them off. And they're not going anywhere anytime soon, you know, and unless they do that whole student loan forgiveness thing, but not sure if that's actually going to happen or who qualifies for that. But, you know, having thousands upon thousands of dollars in debt for years can be extremely daunting. You know, one may feel like unless they hit the lottery, they'll never be able to pay them off. You know, I I was really, really, really blessed. Um, The college I went to, my my debt is, is not really that bad. And, you know, obviously I only knew about my own debt. So when I would hear that some people have student loan debt, In the six figures, I'm just like, oh, my God, like, my heart breaks for you. And then, like, the things I mentioned above, they can't get the job because of qualifications or these jobs aren't paying enough and this and that and this and that. It's crazy. And it's it's hard. It's really hard. Some people have multiple payments a month. So we've got multiple student loan bills. We're working a job we may or may not have wanted. You know, we may not be getting paid enough. And we're still expected to be happy and functioning in society. Now, of course, again, be thankful for your college experience if you went. And be thankful, you know, that you have a job. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, I I try to see life, my glass is half full. So you want to be thankful for everything. But it doesn't mean it's any less difficult. And it can be hard. And I can see now why many millennials struggle with their mental health. And why it seems like mental health awareness has become even more prevalent in America today. You know, I I want to talk more about the mental health aspect in a few moments, you know, because I feel like there is a a lot that needs to be discussed there. But just to continue with the financial aspect, you know, millennials, including myself, 
have had an extremely hard time finding a home to purchase. You know, our parents, they didn't have to pay all these crazy, all this crazy amount of money that, that homes cost now. It, it's insane with the inflation and just with the market. The taxes were, were not as much back then either. So, you know, now our generation, we can't even get a home because we're all competing with one another. With today's market, you know, finding a home to purchase has been next to impossible. We're all, you know, old enough to buy homes now but continue to get beat out in the end. I mean, they're saying it's looking better now, but it's been difficult for the past couple of years. And there are several corporations out there that are buying homes cash to rent out, which I guess, you know, Nate, no hate to you if you're doing that, you know, get your coins. But these companies are just making business deals. Now the millennials are old enough to purchase homes. And with the state of our economy, you know, it, it's just harder to do it. Again, it's hard. And don't even get me started on the rise of rent. That is a whole nother situation in itself that is just crazy. But I do want to dive into that mental health aspect. I just wanted to cover that financial part really quick. But you know, because of all the things I mentioned above, I feel like millennials have struggled with their mental health. You know, I was really curious about the statistics regarding mental health and millennials, so I looked it up, you know, did, did, did on Google. And, you know, I, I was reading an article that said, this and I, and I am quoting it because I don't want to butcher anything but said the business insider took a look at the mental health state of millennials which is ages you know 23 to 38 in 2019 I guess based off this article the forecast for millennials mental health in 2020 doesn't look pretty depression and deaths of despair are both on the rise among the generation linked to issues such as loneliness and stress you know continuing on it goes on to say that millennials also feel that their jobs have an outsized role in their overall mental health because of longer work hours and stagnant wages. Millennials suffer from higher rates of burnout than other generations. Many of them have even quit their jobs for mental health reasons. That's just one article I found, but I was able to find others that stated things of that nature. You know, as I mentioned before, I've seen different TikTok trends and Instagram reels and just talking to people, you know, stating stuff like this, that their mental health is, you know, tanking because of all the things I mentioned about they can't get a home, they, they can't afford this, they can't afford that. You know, how they wish they could find a job that pays them enough. How it's not fair that they spend all this money on a degree in a field that won't hire them and how they don't have time for their passions because they work so hard. You know, it's just interesting, and it's crazy. I know for myself, I've struggled. You know, as I mentioned before, I, before I went to college, and I got a bachelor's degree in psychology, and again, I went through, like, <laughs> three majors before that because I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Well, to get a little bit more candid, you know, talking about that, I knew what I loved, and I knew what I was passionate about. But I didn't know how I wanted to apply myself regarding college. I didn't know what major to go after. You know, I knew that I loved music. I loved art, the arts. I loved, uh, you know, theater. I loved singing. I, I loved, you know, all these different things. But, you know, kind of where I live, you know, if you were going to pursue those things, they were kind of only in like a certain avenue. Like I knew that I wanted to make music and different things. I wasn't sure if I specifically wanted to do like Broadway you know, as far as like musical theater, you know, 
and then as far as music, I knew I looked at some colleges, but then it was just kind of going the jazz route, which I didn't have an issue with, but it wasn't really my vibe. So, you know, if you are creative and or you're a musician, I'm sure that you probably can just understand, you know, I probably could have went for those things. But then there's also, you know, cost and other reasons why I didn't do that. But, you know, I just wasn't sure how I wanted to apply myself. And, you know, and I totally understood, you know, student loan debt, because I had an older sister that went to college. And, you know, I, I wasn't sure how I wanted to apply myself, because I knew what I was getting into financially. Um, you know, so I actually went to two different schools. I went to, um, you know, first school, um, was like a, um, it wasn't Bible college. Um, but it was like, it wasn't like seminary, but it it was a Christian, um, you know, it was a Christian college and I was going to major in music ministry at the time. I was super involved with my church. Um, and I was super, you know, heavily involved in the worship aspect and different things. But then, you know, for me personally, I felt like, okay, I'm going to spend all this money to become a worship leader at a church. And for me, I did not want to do that. I, I did not want to, to spend four years doing that and learning things that, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to learn at my church. And, you know, I know that others that want to do that, you know, you proceed and do what you got to do. But for me, it just wasn't the right thing. Um, and I ended up, you know, switching major, switching majors and switching schools. And I ended up landing on psychology because, you know, I, I didn't want to get a ministry degree. Um, I had nothing against the school. It was actually an amazing school. It just that, you know, truth be told, I felt like I made a rash decision when I decided going there. I had looked at a bunch of colleges and I didn't know what else to do. And I'm sure I can't be the only, you know, um, millennial that has been in that place where you just kind of had to pick something, you know, from the pe- the pressure. And that's kind of what I did, which is really stupid. But I think when you're young, you don't know any better and you don't understand. And I was 18 years old and I was confused and I didn't know what I was doing. But nevertheless, you know, I ended up going to a different school, which is where I ended up graduating with a bachelor's degree in psychology. And I landed on psychology because, you know, I was like, well, you know, they didn't have music at the school and it was closer to home because at the time I just didn't have any desire to be out at a school that I didn't want to be at in a town that I didn't want to be at going to school when I don't even really want to be there. You know, that's why I was like, I'd rather just be closer to home because what's the point of being away when you don't want to do what you're doing or you're unsure about what you're doing? Um, So, you know, I landed on psychology because I've always been passionate about mental health and helping others. And I figured I was like, well, you know, if I ended up pursuing this, you know, you know, let's say I got like a, you know, PhD or, you know, or um, a PsyD or whatever you call it in psychology or, you know, whatever that, you know, I love helping people. So I think that this could be interesting. And, and, you know, all in all, I am happy that I did it. I'm, I'm super happy to have my degree. I'm super happy that I finished. I was able to graduate in four and a half years. Um, class of 2017. <laughs> I graduated in, you know, the fall of 2017. But, you know, it, it was tough because of that pressure, you know, feeling that it was the only way to go. And plot twist, coming out of college, I didn't even end up working in the field. And I still have it. And um, that will probably be another podcast I know I have one coming up soon where I'm going to be talking about like work and toxicity in the workplace so stay tuned for that episode it'll be coming in the next few episodes um I ended up not even going in the field I've never worked in the field and this goes back to what I talked about about you know these millennials 
going to college, working their tails off. And then, you know, plot twist, you can't even get a job in your field because either there's not there's not many out there or you got to go back to school to get a master's. And maybe you can do that or maybe you don't have the time. Maybe the finances aren't there. There's so many different factors. Or maybe you just don't want to because you had put in all this effort just trying to get to the bachelor's, you know. So, you know, it just goes back to that. I know I'm not the only person out there that has gone to college and is not even working in the field that they went to college for because, you know, it, it's a doggy dog world out there. You have to get a job. You have to be able to pay for, you know, your life and to do things and adulting and all of that. So, you know, for me, as I am extremely grateful that, you know, I got my degree in psychology, you know, as I said, being that creative person and, you know, really wanting to pursue that. But I just didn't know how. And I felt I was so insecure about my craft growing up. So insecure. I know I say this all the time. Probably will be another podcast because I have so much to talk about with that. But, you know, I never thought that I could make it because I just was always taught to get a real job. You know, you want to do music. You want to do theater. You want to do all this other stuff. It's a doggy dog world out there. You're not going to get paid. You're not going to be able to be successful. And, you know, it's hard because all of our parents mean well and they want the best for us. They love us so much and they just wanted us to be successful. But unfortunately, you know, for creative people like me, you know, we ended up having to suppress our passions and put them to the side and go after things that, we like I love psychology I you know I like it I love it but my real passion was always the arts and I know and I hope that there are many people out there that are passionate about the arts that understand exactly you know what I'm talking about but you know when you think about it and I mentioned this earlier with all the business of needing to go to college and working full-time and or part-time, because uh, there was moments where I was, you know, part-time, but it was practically full-time, you know, working in college. You know, I feel like I didn't have as much time to, you know, really pour my time into figuring out the passions that I had um, and, and actually, like, pursuing them on the side because I was either, you know, busy with school or I was working or, you know, attempting, you know, when you're young, you want to have a social life, you know, which I, honestly was only you know, pretty much, you know, next to non-existent for me. <laughs> but, um, you know, I always wanted to pursue those passions and I, the timing just wasn't there. And, you know, you could totally say that that's an excuse and it probably is, you know, but when you're young, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're tired, you're like, oh, I got homework, I got all this and you make all these excuses. And, you know, I will say that, you know, now I'm in a place in my life where, and I feel like a lot of millennials, you know, are, are in this place, but I feel like I'm finally like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I am so tired of caring about what other people's opinions are and what people think that I should do with my life. I'm just going to do the things that I love and that I want to do. I would rather do it and fail than to be in my 80s, you know, and being like, man, I, I never tried. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's not easy, you know, having a bunch of, you know, responsibilities in my life. You know, I'm a wife and I'm a mom and, 
you know, those two responsibilities that I love and adore and I'm so thankful for so much, you know, they do take a lot of time and all my wives and mamas out there, I know, you know what I'm saying, but you know, as I mentioned, I feel like there's a lot of other millennials that are having this feeling too. You know, so many millennials are starting businesses and pursuing the arts and they're ditching that nine to five, like I talked about in the beginning, because, you know, they're like, look, you know, growing up, you know, you'll have one that says growing up, I loved cosmetics and I loved doing hair, but I went to school to become a, you know, to become a doctor, but I didn't want to do that. So they, they left school and now they've got their own little small business. You know what I mean? And th there's nothing wrong with pursuing both too, but I feel like there's so many millennials now that are kind of almost like waking up in a sense and they're like, you know, dude, we're either almost 30 or we are past 30 and hello, you know, time is of the essence. We've got to do the things that we love. We've got to do the things that we're passionate about. We're out here, you know, broke and, and you know, from not getting paid enough. And, you know, now there's inflation and we can't buy houses. We can't do this. But at least maybe we could try to do the things that we love. You know, and, and it's interesting because, like I mentioned earlier, you got all these jobs where you don't even need a degree anymore. They're looking for experience. Now, that's a whole nother conversation of whether or not you have the experience, but it's like unless you're trying to be a lawyer or a doctor or different things, you know, you've got these companies where a degree isn't required or they'll send you to school and, you know, while you're in the process of getting hired, you know, but overall, you know, I know that there's a lot of millennials out there where this may not have been your reality and I know that maybe, you know, you knew that you always wanted to be a doctor and you went to school and became that and now you're a successful doctor practicing family medicine or you know you always knew that you wanted to be a lawyer and you've gone to law school and now you practice you know um law for insurance companies I don't know and you know maybe this reality wasn't yours but I, I feel like there is a collective of people out there that are creative that know exactly what I'm talking about during this podcast and totally understand that like hey you know there's there's been pressures from every avenue as we have grown up and we wanted to be this and we wanted to do this, but we didn't feel like we could. And now we're doing it. And I think that that is awesome. I don't care how old you are. As long as you have breath in your lungs, go after what you want to do. You know, it's never too late. You know, it doesn't mean that we can't reach the successes that we always wanted to reach or that we can't, you know, go after them. Because we can't. We're adults now. You know, depending on your circumstances, you know, we're not being told what to do anymore. And, you know, we're not being told whether or not this is okay. We can go after those things that we want to go after. Going back and, uh, you know, recapping that article that I mentioned earlier, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, it said something like, you know, the millennials, unlike previous generations, you know, they're, they're now seeking therapy and support for mental health more than ever before. Now, whether that's a good thing or bad thing, you know, it means that we're stronger. And, you know, we're strong. And although some of us may not be where we want to be, we recognize that, like, the things that we've experienced, you know, not being able to get a job or being or having, you know, to go to college or, you know, just our mental health, you know, being in the tank because, you know, 
you know, we, we grew up tough or, you know, we, we can't afford to buy a home and finances are just crazy and, and just all these different things. You know, some of us or a lot of us still believe that we can at least push through. You know, unless somebody convinces me otherwise, because all the things I talked about, I truly believe that millennials are just one in a million because of all the things I mentioned. And, you know, I, I love millennials. I think that we are a hybrid because it's like we're in this in-between stage where, like, there was no technology and then we've got all this technology and, you know, we're connected to it, but we're not. But I don't mean to go off on a tangent there, you know, but it does make me happy to see millennials thriving. And I'm starting to see that a lot more based off the things that I'm mentioning. You've also, and you know, another thing too, kind of, you know, going back to the whole housing situation, you've got millennials living in RVs and vans, okay? And they are living their best life, modular homes, everything on five acres of land because they said, look, I, well, I can't afford a house because there's no houses that are less than $300,000. And based off my salary, I can't afford that. But, but hey, <laughs> I'm living my best life in this van, in this RV, because I'm traveling the country. I'm doing da-da-da-da-da. And I respect it. I've got mad respect for it. Because you know what? Sometimes it's about quality over quantity. And sometimes you have to do what you got to do to be happy. So, you know, I to see some millennials you know, go after those things that I mentioned that they've always wanted to do and they didn't have to go to college to get it done and they aren't drowning in student loan debt. You know, like I said, that does make me happy because they are out there, you know, and there's some that have been able to land a deal on a good home. And I am so happy for you. And I, I can't wait till, you know, a lot of us are in that position, you know, but for the rest of us, I think that the best thing that we can do is just try to move forward the best way that we can. And I think that that's what most millennials are doing nowadays. Most millennials are, you know, seeing Gen Z go after their dreams. And, and we're like, what the heck? Why aren't we doing that? You know, I'm going to ditch the nine to five. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to cut my losses and I'm going to live in a tiny home <laughs> because I can afford it. <laughs> and I just think I think that that's awesome. You know, I look at myself and I wonder how I could have gone back and, and done certain things differently. And then I think again and I wonder, you know what, I'm exactly where I need to be. And I hope that more millennials feel like this, no matter where they are in life or no matter where you are, that, you know, we're exactly where we need to be. And we just have to keep moving forward. And while we are an extremely interesting generation, you know, that may have had to go to college and, you know, put our dreams on the back burner for a little bit, or, you know, we may not have been able to, you know, get the home that we want or, or, you know, finances are tough because of inflations and, you know, there's student loan debt through the roof. We've got air in our lungs and I think that we're all going to be okay. So just to wrap up this podcast, if you are a millennial, my heart goes out to you <laughs> and we are going to, we are going to do the dang thing. Okay. We are going to, we're going to make it. Um, but if you made it to the end of the podcast, you know, thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Um, this is something that I've been really passionate about and, and I really love talking about because I, I, like I said, I see it all the time. I see different millennials just trying to get by and trying to move forward. So it's something I love chatting about and talking about. 
Um, if you, again, made it to the end of this podcast, please be sure to, if you have something to say or if you have an opinion, we have a YouTube page where the podcast is also uploaded. So please go like and subscribe um, or listen to it again. Leave, you know, leave a view on that too if you're listening to this on like Anchor, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But leave a comment. I'm really curious to know what people think about this because after all the things I've seen on social media about it, you know, I feel like everyone really has an opinion about it. But um, whether you're a millennial or not, thank you again for listening. And I hope wherever you are in the world that you're doing well. And I hope things that, you know, things are going okay for you. And I hope that they continue to go great for you and, and okay for you. So thanks again for tuning in. And once again, this is Sunray and I'm out. Peace.